We are back. We are back. And it is good to be back. Alan, this is our 15th podcast. Shut up. No. Get out. No, 15th podcast, man. You know what 15 reminds me of? What does it remind you of? How long it takes me to say we are back. I say 15 seconds it takes me to say we are back. Like 15 seconds in you say we are back, or it takes you 15 seconds to say? It takes me 15 seconds. Let's, let's show everyone. Let's go. Should we count? Yeah, I got it. Okay, are you counting? Yeah, I got it. Can I show a stopwatch or something? Yeah, yeah, I got a stopwatch real quick. We have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's getting impatient or anything. No. Don't worry, we'll get to the sports soon. We just got to warm up, too, you know? Okay, ready? Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. We are back. That was around 13 or 14 seconds. And I was staring at a clock, so it's even more pathetic that I didn't get the <laughs> game. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, that's okay. But that's okay. You tried your best. That's just important. That's all. That's all you can ask for. But Alan, speaking uh, of saying words with time pressure. Yes. The the there was a big night last night in sports. Daniel, what was last night on ESPN? Prime time. We went at it. In the championship of their sport, Work. the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Let's go! Oh my goodness! Before yeah, we no. jump into it, quick shout out to the champ Karthik Nemani. Uh, I believe he's uh, fourteen from Texas. You know, shout out to him! Congratulations! I, I, and uh, in the spirit, word. in the spirit of the Scripps Spelling Bee, I thought it would be appropriate. To uh, have our own little, our own little spelling bee. Daniel, I'm so down. All right, let's go. Crushed. Ready? Okay. Yeah, I'll ask so, the first one. You 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 answer the first one. No, I'll give. Okay, let's go. Let's go. No cheese. Okay, right you ready? Yeah. Yanni. 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 Language of origin. Um. You really stumped me there. Shoot. Uh, English. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, using it in a sentence, please. Um, the person heard the word Yanni. Okay. Okay, got it. Um, it- Yanni. <laughs> A-N-N-Y. Yanni. Ding. Ding. Oh, yes. Woo. No, that means, in- that means incorrect. The what? Ding. Yes. What's how do you spell Yanni? L A U R E L. Ah, you got me. <laughs> oh hell, man. How funny was that? Okay, Alan. Yeah. Okay. Pirouette. Excuse me? Pirouette. Pirouette? Pirouette. Uh, what's the language of origin? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Uh, French. Is there an alternate pronunciation? No. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. 
Ooh. Alan, you ready? Yeah. Um, P-E-I. R. Okay. Uh, R-I-A. T. Pirouette. Alan, you were nowhere close to being close to the word. <laughs> okay. That sounds mean, but it's P-I-R-O-U-E-T-T-E. Oh, no. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. Um, Daniel, I got another one for you, okay? Hit me with it. Hmm. Donut. Dang it, that's our first week. Shout out to National Don't Free Donut Day, which is today. Uh, Daniel. Obviously, it is. If National Donut Day wants to sponsor us, hit a, hit us up. I mean, I feel like it's like if they don't answer today, it's kind of useless, you know, because they don't have one until next year. You, in Cleveland, we say something, and we'll get to this shortly. There's always next year. Yeah, unless LeBron's not there, but whatever. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, the donut stuff. Um, there's definitely alternate spellings. That's why I, so I don't know if word. it's a fair question. It is not. But I'm going to go the way it should be spelled. D-O-N-U-T. That's how it should be spelled. And that's all I got to say. Um, you're wrong. You're one of those dough not people like D-O-N-U-T. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, let me review it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you. You see what I did there? No. Uh-oh. I see what you did there. We'll get to it later. Okay, cool. Go. Okay, ready? Yeah. Verisimilitude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can you say that again? Verisimilitude. V-E- oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Okay, you ready? I want to make sure I'm, um, I'm pronouncing it right. Trust me, it won't make a difference. Verisimilitude. There we go. Verisimilitude. So, verisimilitude is yeah. actually, it has a... Um, a Latin origin. And basically what happened in Eastern Europe, I think during the 1300s, there was this idea of being in a Vera state of mind. And one time a man was in a Vera state of mind and he came back and showed a lot of attitude. So then they put them both together and that's how they got Vera similitude. So, um, okay. <laughs> so that was your history lesson there we go Daniel did that sound legit it, it, not really but that's okay no but like people will know do you, do you think people know now I'm, in, I'm a history major yeah okay great so A-P-P-L-E the similitude correct yes wow impressive stuff thank you okay you have one more for me Yes. Is this our last one? Yeah. Um, referee. Um, I-N-E-P-T. Referee. And you nailed it. We are back. Boom. Okay. I, I actually have one more word for you. Okay. Daniel, one second. For our it's, list- it's, it's kind of like a compound word. Okay. It's a compound word. Okay. It's, um, I thought we were ahead. And what? I feel like it's, again, it's very appropriate considering yesterday's events in the other big game. 
But can you spell I thought we were ahead? J-R-S-M-I-T-H. We are ahead. Correct. Correct. Yes. And now we are actually back, and we're ready to talk some hoops. And, wow, NBA Finals last night. Daniel. Wait, wait can, can we give a, a quick just quick transition from spell NBA to basketball? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yay! There we go. Yay! We are back and talking some hoops. Yeah. It was a great game last night. Daniel, I didn't think I'd be able to do the pod this morning. Was it that rough? It was so rough. Oh. Just what what was the worst for, for for you as a Cleveland fan, as a Clevelander? Yeah. As Cleveland being Cleveland born and raised. What was the what was the most difficult thing to swallow from that loss? Was it like wasting LeBron's great performance? Was it wasting KD's subpar performance? Are we still the, the end of the game? Was it the fact they were so close, or was it was it the JR mistake? Was it the miss free throw? What was it? First of all, thank you for rubbing it all in my face and having me. I'm not. I'm, try, I'm honestly not trying to rub it in. They're just, just listing everything to... that happened. I got it. Right, but I, I just want to be thorough. Okay. Um, can I share my thoughts for a minute? Please do. I'll Before first start off by showing my intelligence. Um, I'd like to go in a little bit of a real quick. Don't don't ask me to spell it because I won't be able to. What did you say? I'm gonna go in a little soliloquy. Ooh, nice. Thank you. So basically, um I think the hardest thing to handle was them overturning the LeBron charge. That oh, one I forgot about that one. Sorry, my yeah. bad. You're good. Um, that was the hardest pill to swallow because in the heat of the moment, it's a 50-50 thing, right? That mm-hmm. was close. It could have went either way. But when the best player in the world who has put on an unbelievable performance when he, on the road, when he could have gotten that call, okay, you, you gave it to him on the court. I think that's the right move. But in after you review it, you can't give it away. You can't change the call. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think it should be they shouldn't change it because he's LeBron. I think the reason that you can't change that call is because that's that's not the that's not the point of referees. Referees are supposed to just call what they see. And replay is there for for um I'm I'm sorry. For for things that aren't subject uh, for objective things, not subjective things. Yeah. The and, and Daniel. Was, the, the argument the argument of whether LeBron was in the restricted area, that's an objective argument, and you, uh, clearly he wasn't. Right. In Daniel. So clearly it could have been a charge. The but but then they tried to change subjective things. They tried they tried to figure out it was LeBron in legal guarding position, and that's something that I don't think replay should be for in any sport. Like in football, you you review to see you know. Did the ball cross the plane? You know, was the guy's foot out of bounds? Those are objective things that aren't subject to, you know, interpretation of the rule besides catches, but that's a different story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that was a big problem. And this is the same thing. It's the hardest call. It's potentially the hardest call in sports, the the block charge call. And if you slow it down, you can make it make the better call most of the time, but that's not really how the game should be. That's not, I'm someone who believes that, Basketball should be ref by people, and you take the bad and you take the good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because it's part of the heart of the game. 
know? It's, yeah. It's, it's part of it. And, and Daniel. And I feel like when you start using replay to mess around with that, especially when the replay was only supposed to be for something objective, I feel like that's going too far. Whether, whatever the rule is, I don't think that should be the rule. Right. Is the rule that you can only review if it was if it was in or out of restricted, and then when you're there, you can change it? I think that's what the rule is, but I think they should change that. I, I, I just don't think you should be messing around with, okay, legal guarding position, not legal guarding position. Daniel, it has a re- precedent that you can review any call because you usually can't review any of that. You can review the inside the circle, outside the circle, and that makes a lot of sense. Daniel, the ridiculous thing was he wasn't even close to the circle. He wasn't close to the circle. I don't. Maybe they're just being careful. I don't know. But no. Th- therefore, if he's not even close, you can't even review it. In the shouldn't first be able place. to. Re- that is, I, you can always say like, "Oh, we did. We didn't know. We weren't sure." You know. That. That is why. I I don't know the rule exactly, but regardless, Daniel. Oh, you're gonna love what I'm about to say. Okay. The. I feel like the letter of the law was meant to say that only when you see if his foot was in in a situation where his foot was in the restricted, when we originally called, he wasn't, then you can overturn it. But only based off of the restricted zone, you know? Nothing to do with guarding position. Okay, I'm on the official NBA rules site. I'm now, I've been taken to a... Okay. Okay, restricted area. Officials have determined that illegal content occurred on a block charge event, but are uncertain as to whether the defender was inside or outside the restricted area. Reviewable matters. Here's where they can review. Whether the defender is inside or outside the restricted area, whether the offensive player committed a boundary line violation prior to the foul, meaning like he pushed off or something. Okay. Whether event was correctly called after review was called and whether the defender was outside the restricted area but was not set when the offensive player began his upward shooting motion or if the offensive player led with an unnatural knee, foot, or wipeout, regardless of the location of the defender. That's too complicated. I, th- I think that's what happened last night. There, there shouldn't be that many amendments. It's not. It's not an amendment. No, those are only three subsets, basically, like parts of that can be reviewed. The video review would take place only in the last two minutes of the fourth period and the last two minutes of all overtime periods. It must take immediately after. Take, the review must take place immediately after, and determining factor as to whether officials are permitted to review is uncertainty of the position of the defender's feet. Is that it? That's that. That's the only way. That's the only way that you can call that review. So if if LeBron wasn't even close, they shouldn't have even called that review. Oh my! But God. for the people calling out the the refs of the game, they did not reverse the call. It was actually the referees in Secaucus, New Jersey, in the replay center. Dang! And Daniel, you asked a very good question. What the most upsetting thing was. That was maybe the most upsetting play, but the upsetting thing was was we were so close, you know? Yeah. That's what what really hurt about it. And um, so another very controversial point in the game was J.R. Smith. Um, yeah. And him Plus his not, part. Plus his part. 
Yeah, and him not shooting the ball. What are what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it was a great play. A missed box out by KD. It was a great hustle play by, by J.R. Smith. He was probably – I feel bad for him because he probably felt so good about himself getting that, that board because he thought he just um, sealed the game. Yeah. Like, people are talking about, like, that from J.R., but, like, at the same time, J.R. was a minus 22 last night. Yo, um, Jared played 39 minutes. What was that? Jared played 39 minutes and had 10 points. It's not very good. I I thought he he has a very good impact on the game, though. He has a minus 22, though. Okay. Can I counter that? Counter it. LeBron was minus 13. Yeah, but. LeBron played 48 minutes and they lost by 10. It's bound to happen that like Daniel, that was a great point. Thank you. If they, if you if if you lose, you're probably not going to have the and you play most of the game, you're not going to have a positive plus minus. Okay, Daniel, a little bit of a side note. Do you think Larry Nance has lost some athleticism in his, since his time in LA? No, I just think it's it's a different ball game when you're playing the finals. <laughs> and okay. And there's more can there's more effort, more congestion. It's harder to just get up for lobs. Yeah, because I remember in LA he'd be yamming. Yeah, right but that was left. meaningless games against meaningless opponents. You know. Yeah, that's that's it was different. That's true. And and I, I want to own up to something, okay? When I was watching this game, and I think I'm gonna defend myself a little bit here. I think it's different when you're a fan and a player. Um, but I was watching the game. I thought we won. The second I saw Jr. catch it, yeah, you thought he was, was going to put it back up. No, or you also thought the score was off. I you thought he... I, I wasn't even really so locked in after George Hill hit the free throw. I'm like, yes, like okay, we're good. And then Jr. got the rebound. I saw him dribbling out. All of a sudden, my brain told me that we won. Right, and then and then I roared, and I was ecstatic and all my friends are like why are you excited the game's tied and i i was kind of like shocked because normally i'm i'm on top of this stuff and i just wasn't and it was weird so you'd say you have a high basketball iq i think so yes nice nice and but but the weird thing is and i'm not trying to make an excuse for jr because i think when you're a player, you have a responsibility to stay away from the emotion, getting caught up in it. You need to stay present, remember the score, the play calling. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, but it was just really, really weird. Really weird. And and it, it's kind of like, it's kind of so Cleveland too. You know what I'm saying? Very, very Cleveland. It was very Cleveland. And you know something else that's very Cleveland? What? Hugh Jackson jumped into the lake today. Nice. Yes. But yeah. is, is he the most famous athlete slash coach in Cleveland? Hugh Jackson? Yeah. No. No. LeBron no. James is. He had 51 last night. He was unbelievable. 19 for 32 from the field. He had this 1-3 where he just pulled up. Put up uh, Allen, Nama, Obscure City in Ohio. Chardon. What? Chardon. Put up from Chardon and hit one. He won in Golden State from Chardon. 
From Medina. From Medina. From Maslin. Yeah, exactly. Where he pulled, he pulled up from Deep. Sacramento and hit that one. Ooh, I like and that. Do a little California geography right there. Not sure if that's right. Daniel, can we um do a little before we get into LeBron? Can we do a little bit of Brown symbolism real quick? Sure. Because I think uh, Cleveland fans need some strength in times like these. They do. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to put you on the spot, but I'm pretty confident in your geniosity. Yeah. Yes, I said geniosity. Um, what does water symbolize in English literature and culture? Life. Life. Is that what you're looking Rebirth. for? Yes, Perfect. life. Rebirth. Yeah. The Browns are going to turn it around because and, because and, your coach jumped into a lake for not winning a game. Yeah, and water purifies, baby. Ooh, interesting. But Daniel, still Daniel, Kenny. It's gonna it's gonna need. You say Kenny? Kenny Stills. Okay. <laughs> We're talking football, man. I guess we are talking football a little bit. Yeah. It's so Cleveland, by the way. We're going to stop talking football. It's so Cleveland to talk football during the Cavs finals. And it's so Cleveland to talk about football when it's the worst team in the NFL. Yes. Yes, it is. You were... Go ahead. What? You were talking about LeBron, the GOAT. Go ahead. Yeah. LeBron's like the best thing that's ever happened to Cleveland. You know, ever. So, like... I don't know why you want to talk about the Browns. I don't. Let's talk about the Cavs. Okay. <laughs> LeBron yeah. James. Yeah. Hot take. Yes. Really good at basketball. Really good at basketball. It's, it's, Daniel. It's unbelievable to see. Like, he, I don't know how he's not exhausted right now. He dragged his team to the finals, and now he, almost, he basically dragged them to a win if George Hill can make a free throw, and then if the Warriors didn't hit a, last, hit, hit a buzzer beater, Cavs would have stolen game one. He, LeBron, per, LeBron, I don't know how to say it. He put us in a winning position. He, he should have put us up. Whoa, English, Allen. He should have been. Wow, why am I struggling with you got this? this? I look you got like this. the Cavs. I look like the Cavs at crunch time. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. See, I'm able to come up with a slick line like that, but I can't come up with what I'm trying to say. Basically, LeBron made. A game-winning pass, a pass that should have win it done, that should have been a game-winning pass, yeah. and it wasn't. Right. But he did everything he right. could. Right. It's it, it's a it's a microcosm. Those last four point seven seconds are a microcosm for the reason why everyone thinks LeBron James is going to leave is that he has no help. Yeah. I mean, and he has help. Like the point is, he dra- he scored fifty-one points out of there. Where they have 104, 104, 107 in regulation. So, um, 114. Had, no, in regulation. Oh, like, yeah. He had like 48, 49, whatever, or 47. I don't know. He had almost half yeah. the points in regulation for the Cavs. Okay. And they, uh, when they had 106 points, he made that pass. And then George Hill made one of two. 80% free throw shooter should hit both. Whatever. It happened to Mr. Shot. And then JR, just a boneheaded play. And yeah. the bronze pushing him all the way there, and they just can't grasp anything. 
Yeah. It, it and the thing is, like, I, I, it's rough because when you play Chetty Osman zero minutes, you're not really going to go anywhere. And I, I wish the Cavs could understand that. You want to hear something amazing? Sure. One of my friends called Chetty last night. CD awesomeness. CD awesomeness. CD awesomeness, like something like that. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we love this kid though. Um, but. Daniel, how does the team respond from this? Um, I don't know because I feel like this was like the one. They this was the game the Warriors, the the Cavs had a chance, you know, because like LeBron could do this night after night, and like I don't know, I I just think that now the Warriors, like the Cavs had their chance against a team like the Warriors. You maybe get one or two chances a series, and like to maybe turn the tide. And now the Warriors are like, okay, we didn't have our best game. Like Curry was good. Curry was very good last night, but like. Durant shot eight for twenty-two, one for seven from three. Thompson and Curry were good, but I just, they, they had a pretty good game. They only had seven turnovers and thirty-one assists. But this was the game where they kind of had the Warriors on the ropes. Yeah, the Warriors still still won, and they're uh-huh. feeling good. And the Cavs just got total are totally deflated from being so close yet so far. So I don't know. It, I, I, this one just I, really hurts. Really, it hurts. really hurts. It hurts. <laughs> uh, are we going to be talking about like the the dribble out, just like the uh, the fumble, the whatever? Um, the JR. It's called the JR. Probably. JR being JR. Probably at the end of the day, but you can't. You can't. The way twenty first century society works, everyone tries to blow this out of proportion. Right. Meaning. Okay, it sucks. It's awful. But he, how come? How come everyone's gonna make a big deal about this? And then in the, in the biggest game in Cleveland sports history, J.R. Smith comes out of the half, had twenty sixteen game seven. Right, okay, I don't remember how. I just remember him killing it. Right. The, the The point is, people today. It's all about memes. It's all about it's it's uh, what I call Vine culture. Everything needs to be like. Okay, you got the quick response to something that people move on. They're they're not concerned with like it's it's great um, big plays and greatness is less interesting than embarrassing plays. Daniel, can I do a live tweet on the show? Do it. Jr. Play from last night was unfortunate, but I just wish he would have gotten same attention for his play in game seven of the 2016 finals. Listeners, check up on us. Make sure he actually tweeted it. You can check on our Twitter at sock capital N shop. I don't want to Dan. Oh my God. My laptop's at 1%. Oh no. I can't. Okay. We didn't really talk about the Warriors I'm... much. I think a bit of a hot take. Steph Curry is the is the, guy, the the engine that makes the Warriors run. Yeah, he's I, great. I heard someone say Kevin Durant is kind of always like the mercenary. He's a trained Ooh. scorer. He just comes in there and gets you buckets. But I don't I don't see him fitting into the Warriors' offense as much. And I, I was saying this even last series against the, the the Rockets, where it's like Steph when he's when he's rolling, the whole team is rolling. It's a machine. But when KD's rolling, it's kind of just they get him the ball and they, he kind of will take over for them for a little bit. 
it's kind of the perfect insurance policy against what happened to them in 2016 where everyone went cold and the system just wasn't working. Yeah, and and hot take. The Cavs figured the, the I don't think the Warriors if we, if Katie never went to the Warriors, LeBron's kicking their butts every time. I don't agree. I I don't agree at all. Why? I don't agree at all. Why? Why because it, the Warriors would have won that series had Harrison Barnes not been a complete train wreck. The Cavs stopped guarding him and it allowed them to guard other guys more. Okay, but I'm saying, Daniel, what? Now the, the 27, what year is it? 2018 finals? Right. Um, if Katie is not there, I think LeBron just beats the Warriors. He has a much better chance, but I, I feel like the Warriors still have. Remember what happens if Katie is not there. Katie's not there. They have a much deeper bench and they can dominate you in so many different ways. Like when they won 73 games, that wasn't a fluke. Are you, that wasn't a fluke. Are, are you saying you don't enjoy JaVale McGee sightings in the finals? Oh, I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, okay. But I, the, if you remember the, what was devastating about the Warriors was that they would hit you in waves and waves and waves. It wasn't just Stephen Clay and Draymond and the, it, it was about the waves. It was about all of those. It, it wasn't just star power, but like you'd have you have to deal with Ian Clark. You'd have to deal with Leandro Barbosa. You have to deal with Sean Livingston, Iguodala. All of those guys, they had so much depth. You had to deal with Festus Azui sometimes. And they all could. It was good. You, they, they were good. Like, it, it wasn't like they were superstars. But there's, there's, there's an underrated. There's, depth is so important when you get to these types of rounds and the Warriors don't really have depth right now. It's just, they're too, they're too top heavy in a, in a good way and that no one can stop them. They're too star. They have too many stars. Yeah. But and... I don't think I don't, you have to look at, if you take away KD, you have to look at what happens with that and that the Warriors get to keep so much more depth and also probably right. stay truer to their, to their their offense. I think if KD doesn't go there, I think they at least get back to the finals. And I think they also have a they also have a, a ridiculous year still. Because then you have guys coming back with a vengeance and not necessarily with the same like, oh, we we're still the hunted because we got KD. They're more like we want to take over now. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. Steph probably may, maybe wins a third straight MVP. Who knows? It's a lot no, of it, things it, possibly happening because those shots are going to be – you kind of have to reassign those shots back to those – to Stephen Clay. Yeah. And and you say um, – dang it, I forgot my transition. You said something really good about taking over. You know someone who tries to take over sports media with hot takes? Who? Skip Bayless. That's right. Daniel? Yeah. He gave LeBron – a B minus grade for his game last night. Well, usually when um, like when I drop fifty, that's usually the reaction I get as well. So that makes no, 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 no. Yeah, no. You you play basketball with me. You remember me putting up twenty points a game is normal, you know? Yeah, I don't know. So, that, whatever. More like sixteen, I'd say sixteen. Like six okay, foot, but you also you're you were a stat sheet stuffer. Okay, so thirty five points a game, for right? Me exactly. In the murals, right? Yeah, exactly. No one ever gave – okay, so I'm going to stop joking about me. You don't give LeBron James a B-minus when he literally put the team right in position. Do you, do you know why Skip Bayless did that? So, so, so we could we, be, talking be talking about, about him right, right now. now. Exactly. But Skip Bayless, 
life goal achieved, you're on you're the, the soccer shelf. Congratulations, kid. Congratulations. You know, yep. We'll also um, send this is like a formal invite for Skip to come on if yeah, you want to. Defend correct. yourself. Defend yourself because right now it's time for defend our fake yourself. Skip Bayless and real Skip Bayless. Yes. Okay. Yes. Alan, I'm going to read you a fake Skip Bayless or a real Skip Bayless tweet. I okay. made up some of them. He, he did some of them. And then you have to determine which one's which. Okay? Okay. Yeah. There was no way Michael Jordan passed that basketball. Do you really want to put the NBA Finals in George Hill's hands? I want Michael Jordan number two, which is LeBron, taking the shot. Real or fake? I think I saw this um, on our Google Doc when we were prepping for the show. Oh, that's a good point. Real. Correct. Did you already read all the answers? No, just that okay, one. Okay, fine. I think. Um, yeah. If LeBron has such a high basketball IQ, why, why hasn't it rubbed off on JR? Real or fake? Daniel. It's got to be fake, man. Dude, you are correct. Three for three. Dude, obviously. You know, three in sports, three for three? Nah. Daniel. This is too perfect. I have a sick idea for you, okay? Brant. Let's make a documentary series called Three for Three. Okay. Uh, I see. It's like 30 for 30, but they'll be like five minutes long. Or check this out, three minutes long. Ooh, I like it. Dude, we're on to something. Okay, but just like, don't tell anyone else, okay? One, one request, Daniel. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to think that because it's three, we're doing like hockey, because there are three periods in hockey. I don't want it to be about hockey. Is that cool? Understood. But like, not like excluding hockey on purpose, just not necessarily specifically hockey. Yes. That's understand, what our understand. listeners want. Okay. I think it's time. It's, it's that time of the pod. Wait, wait, wait. I'll do a three for three on the 2006 Blue Jackets. Okay. Just want to throw that out there. All right. Sounds good. Yep. I think we'll have another meeting about that. Oh, my God. Daniel, I'm getting pretty warm. Me too. Huh. It's weird at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a three, two, one, hot take. take. Coming. On the way. On the way. You said coming? Dang it. Coming. As you ah. can tell, we rehearsed that. Yeah, we planned that. Uh, Daniel, should we tell them how many hours we spent today trying to get that right or no? Uh, no, let's just keep it to ourselves. Okay, great. All right, ready for it? Yes. Okay. You know how LeBron James buys suits for the Cavs players? Yes. You think he and got... It d- okay, doesn't go always work? Yes. But sometimes it does? Yes. Well, in the game one of the finals, LeBron wore a special type of suit where the pants were short. Like, there was still suit material, suit pant material, but they were shorts, and they were awesome. Everyone else would look ridiculous in them, but LeBron could pull it off. And my hot take is LeBron should do this every game for the rest of his career because he averages 51 points a game when he wears these things. Daniel, love that. Can I can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Do you think he got fifty percent off on the pants? No, I probably. Co- I, I like what you're thinking. It's kind of like okay, it's like about the cost of the fabric, you know. Yeah. But Daniel. At the guess same how time, much- I feel like it's like kind of like a, it's like a, a niche item, so it costs more. You know what I'm saying? 
Love that. Daniel. Yeah. How much do you think it costs the suit? More than our podcast budget. That's definitely. $46,000. That's how much it costs? Yep. You looked it up? We'd like to thank our friends at Bleacher Report for hooking us up. Forty-six grand. Whoa! Remember LeBron's Game One outfit? It cost him forty-six thousand nine hundred sixty-four dollars and ninety-five cents. So actually, closer to forty-seven thousand. Oh my gosh! And you know what you learn from the ninety-five cent part? Every penny matters. Every penny counts. Yes. So our hot take was he should do that every game. Yeah, and that every penny counts. Wow. Yeah, I need a couple minutes to process that. Yeah, and at the same time, you know, trust the process. Um, you see LeBron's um, joke about uh, a reporter, our friend Joe Varden, we'd love to have him on the pod, um, asked LeBron if he read Dan Gilbert's tweets before game one. Really nice tweets. Did you see what LeBron answered? What did he answer? I mean, I'm not on social media, so I did not, but are we sure that it was from Dan Gilbert's account? <laughs> and then LeBron went, but I'm done. He said that? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Legend. Hot take. LeBron is very good at press conferences. And basketball. That's I think really... that should be the lot. You know, with all this stuff going on in game one, LeBron's so very good at basketball, and the Warriors are up 1-0. Sunday night, game two. And we'll be coming back next week with our reactions. Is that right? Daniel, we'll be back. Whether it's good, bad, great, awful, we'll be here loud and proud. Boom. Have a good one, guys. We are out.